Tiger fans, show your pride on the road by purchasing an official State of Kansas Tiger Tag. The process is quick, easy, and your $30 license plate fee will support scholarships at Fort Hayes State University. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive or contact the Alumni Association to learn more. Your car or truck isn't complete without a Fort Hayes State University Tiger Tag. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHayes.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine in, carry out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications, our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And welcome to a Tuesday edition of Tiger Talk. Gerard Welbrock joined by head football coach Chris Brown. Tight end Hunter Butke is going to join us a little bit later on in the program, so we're glad to have you with us. On a Tuesday, we did not have the show on its normal Monday because of Labor Day, but we are at a Big Smoke Barbecue, corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. Come on out, join us for lunch and partake in the program. Uh, certainly, if you can't join them for lunch, you can get some great barbecue to go for carry out here at Big Smoke Barbecue. They've got their uh, great menu for lunch, and so stop on by. We're at the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes, and again, uh, Tiger Talk, uh, the first in-season show of the year. We'll recap the Northwest Missouri State game and get ready for Thursday night. Hard to believe, just a couple of nights away, the Tigers will play their home opener. The Missouri Western State Griffins will come to town. Again, if you want to participate in the program, you can send us your question. We already have a couple of questions that have been emailed in. All you have to do is go to the Fort A. State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Uh, you'll see the different categories under fans. You'll get a drop-down menu. There at the very bottom, you'll see Ask the Coach. And if we use your question, you'll be in a drawing for a $25 gift card from Big Smoke Barbecue. We'll be doing on our last program here at the end of September and do them each month throughout the year. And we'll get to those uh, listener questions a little bit later on in the program. But we're certainly glad to have you with us as we talk a little four-day state football. And uh, unfortunately, I guess woulda, coulda, shoulda. You hear used a lot. That maybe sums it up from uh, last Thursday in Maryville the best. Uh, boy, at times you did some things really well, but uh, not well enough to overcome the miscue. Some penalties, some key turnovers, and, and just some, some bad luck at times. And it was uh, uh, didn't go your way in that 33-19 loss. No, it didn't. It wasn't exactly what we wanted either as the outcome. And, uh, you know, I feel like we're a very good football team just – no turnovers and, and penalties and in key situa- situations and, and giving up some big plays defensively. Um, I'm hurt us in that game. And, uh, you know, just in key moments as well, you know, short punts and, and things like that kind of hurt you too. So, uh, you know, we just got to do a better job of, 
you know, find opportunities for us to score and, and, and get more first downs on offense and, and put points on the board instead of field goals, and, and it's a little difficult ball game. But we did come back. You know, we got down from the very start after the first fumble, and we still came back and actually took the lead for a while. And we just got to keep the throttle down and, and keep playing harder and, and eliminate mistakes to, to help us out. I guess the good thing, your, your guys didn't quit. There was certainly a lot of adversity to try to overcome, and, and – uh, Look for a while like they might. I mean, they they were hanging in there despite really what turned out to be a bad stretch to end the second and a bad start of the third. I, I don't know, eight or so minutes on game clock time was really kind of the ball game. And other than that, you certainly played even, I thought, or maybe at times outplayed Northwest. Yeah, I thought, you know, when we first came out, you know, the game, and the only thing, you know, kickoff return, we had a penalty off that. But I thought offensively, you know, we were really moving the ball pretty well, ended up getting the fumble. But I thought, you know, consistently we could move the ball, you know, not at will, but we were doing some good things and, and moving the ball downfield and changing the field position and putting ourselves an opportunity to, to score points. And, uh, you know, I thought defensively we're, we're doing pretty well as well, pursuing the ball, you know, put some good hits on some guys as well. But there's just a few breaks in there with the short punt and the fumble and the kickoff return right there before the half. That kind of put us in a hole. And then you know, they score their first drive after the third quarter just kind of put us so far behind that we really couldn't run our offense that we wanted to run. We, had to find, we were trying to play catch-up. Yeah, that sequence right there was really kind of the ball game because uh, – and even despite the punt, you hold them to a field goal, you feel that was a win. And and even their first touchdown came after the, the, the fumble, uh, gave them a short field. I think they started at your 42-yard line. Uh, that maybe uh, skews a little bit of the 33 points. A couple of those possessions, the defense was really put in a bad spot and did not do a terrible job. No, they didn't. Even that first, you know, when they scored, it was, you know, the, the kickoff. You know, we fumbled the we fumbled on that play. And then, you know, our first two plays from defense is penalty, penalty, which was, was 20 yards. Now it gives them a very short field. And, you know, it's harder in those situations to, to keep them out of the end zone, just, you know, especially a team like Northwest. But, you know, I thought our defense played in their heart. I mean, at times they, they did only give up three points in certain situations with turnovers and stuff. But, you know, our goal in that situation is to get a three and out or, or at least just give up three points and not a touchdown. But, you know, our guys did fight. They did battle. They, they could even scrap the entire game. And, you know, I didn't see one kid on that field give up. Yeah, and we kind of touched with that four-minute stretch. You had the bad punt, they score. Uh, then, then I thought the key play, the fumble on the kick return, because it was returned into Bearcat territory, and you feel your team had a chance to maybe get some points before halftime, and probably a whole different feel at halftime if that happens. And then they get the touchdown, and then, as you said, getting the ball back. Really, in a sense, three consecutive possessions, and Northwest is just too good of a team to, to, to give them three straight possessions like that. Yeah, you can. I mean, they're, they're a good football team. They're going to capitalize on every one of your mistakes. That's exactly what they did, and you know, that's as, us as a team that we need to learn to do as well, is, is capitalize on other teams' mistakes and, and make things happen on our own, and we just, things aren't going to be handed to us. You know, we got to make things happen and make the plays that our numbers call that we make them. Had a lot of young guys getting their first action. It's quite a baptism by fire at Bearcat Stadium. It was another a great atmosphere. How do you feel? They they handled the pressure of not only you know playing a, maybe starting for the first time or playing significant minutes in a collegiate game, but obviously the stage in Maryville. How do you think they all handled that? Yeah, I thought they did you know decently well. I mean, it's always that you know you're in Maryville and it's a big first game and you know they're number two in the country and. You know, that's a lot of stress on some young guys, but I thought for the most part they handled well. There's still a few plays they could have made better. Um, but, you know, for the most part, they did a good job, and uh, you know, they're only going to get better. They need those they need those minutes to make themselves better and get used to, you know, game speed and things like that. But 
overall, you know, they'll get better, and hopefully they, they can prove to get better this week, and, uh, you know, they have a better performance this week as well. Tigers falling 33-19 to Northwest Missouri State last Thursday. We'll talk more about the game, and we'll also preview this Thursday night. Yeah, hard to believe, a couple of nights away, Fort Hayes State, Missouri Western. The Griffins coming to Hayes. Uh, should be a fun atmosphere, tailgating gates open, and you can purchase your single-game tickets. They are on sale now, fhsuathletics.com, or you can contact the Fort Hayes State Athletic Office if you don't want to stand in line and try to get them at the gate. You can get them in advance, so single-game tickets on sale now uh, for both this Thursday and the rest of the home games this season at fhsuathletics.com. We're going to take our first break. Tiger Talk is presented by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Your life has a story and a Golden Bell Bank in Hayes and Ellis. They want to get to know that story. It's banking one story at a time. Golden Bell Bank, you can visit them, goldenbeltbank.com. More to come from Big Smoke Barbecue. It's Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs, it's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. Big Smoke Barbecue in the old soda shop building at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Parts, accessories, cleaners, batteries. The know-how guys at Gibbs Auto Supply and Hayes or local Napa Auto Parts stores have it all. Detailing products from cleaners and waxes to brushes and protectants to help keep your vehicle looking new. Batteries for the boat, for the lawn and garden items, and for the ATV. Keeping you running, keeping it clean. From oils and parts to filters and tools. Gibbs Auto Supply, your local Napa Auto Parts stores and Hayes has it. Napa know-how. You love living and working in Western Kansas, and so does the ever-growing team of specialists at Hayes Med. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. Hayes Med is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award-winning care, Hayes Med is your destination for rural health because here we specialize in you. Learn more at HayesMed.com. Picking out something to eat for supper does not need to be a family argument. I know, it's breaking news. When you pick the taco shop, everybody gets something they like. Like the specials, the soft taco $1.69, pork burrito $3.99, and the cheese quesadilla $3.49. The taco shop, you don't even have to load everybody up to go eat. Just order on the app. Come on down to the taco shop. Hunter Brown, the holder, gets the snap. There's the kick. It's got enough leg. Is it going to get through the uprights? And it does. He knocked it through. Manny Aguilar, the Dodge City freshman, a 47-yard field goal. And the Tigers are within a point. It's 7-6. to six. That's after the Tigers fell behind 7-0. Manny hit a couple of field goals, a 29-yarder to get the Tigers on the board in the uh, first quarter, and then that um, 47-yarder, which capped a 10-play, 52-yard drive, spanning the first 
in the second quarters, and he was one of those young guys getting his first uh, first call to duty, so to speak. He did miss an extra point, but uh, two big field goals, including a 47-yarder, pretty good start to his career. Yeah, nothing like putting the pressure on him early, yeah, huh? Yeah, really. So 47 and a 29-yarder, but he handled it very well, but that's just that kid. He just he wants every opportunity he can get, and I tell him we're trying not to give him those many opportunities. We just want you kicking extra points, but he did a great job. He loves those situations. He loves those social situations, and he stepped in and did a great job for us. Yeah, I thought Chance Fuller was interested in his postgame comments uh, after the game about how uh, – and was asked about Manny, how, yeah, it's a nice weapon, but it's my job to not let those guys ever see the field other than kickoffs. I know the offense was disappointed. They didn't punch a few of those into the end zone and maybe get a few more, which obviously changes the, the complexion a little bit if they can get that done. Yeah, it does. You know, we always want touchdowns instead of field goals, and, you know, there's certain situations where you got to kick the field goal anyway. But, you know, he gives us – that opportunity and you know we didn't really have that weapon last year I feel like this year if we get in you know field goal range we're going to take an opportunity to, to do it if we can cross the 30 35 I think he's got a chance to make it and that was one thing last year we talked about when you sometimes you'd get a turnover defensively but it wouldn't convert into points and a lot of that if you look in years past with that kicking game you've been able to, to tack on even if it's three it's just a, a psychological game if you can get a turnover and then at least get something out of it and that, that's going to be a nice weapon to have yeah it is you know anytime you get a turnover defensively you know you want to get points on the board and, you know, having, you know, Manny Aguilar there for us now to be able to kick those long ones if we need them. It's a, it's a big weapon for us, you know, so we're going to continue using them when we need to and just hopefully we don't need to use him as much. You know, we'd rather get those touchdowns in the end zone than anything else. Yeah, Parker Janke doing the kickoff duties for you, which he did a year ago, and it seemed like his leg was a little bit stronger, did a pretty good job of keeping the Bearcats deep and a lot of those going into the end zone for touchbacks. Yeah, it is. You know, it just takes some pressure off from Manny, too. You know, it's just a lot of kicking when trying to do field goals and you're trying to do kickoffs. It's just it's a lot of wear and tear on the leg. But, you know, Janke did a great job. He put him in the end zone most of the time and, you know, kept him pinned pretty deep. So uh, I'm proud of him as well. Obviously, since we're talking about the kicking game and special teams, one of the key plays was a a, a poor punt late in that first half, uh, the 21-yarder from uh, Sasson that uh, kind of turned the momentum and gave them a short field in which they got a got a field goal out of that. Uh, you see a lot of a lot of rugby style kicking in, in collegiate football. You see some straight on. Um, is that by by design? Is that by the the different punters? How do you go about your, the philosophy on the punting? The different styles of of kicking that goes into it. Just what they can do. I mean, he's good enough to do both of them, and also kind of what kind of block is the mm-hmm. team bringing? Are they middle block guys? So we're going to kind of roll out. Are they going to try to come off the edge? And we'll just do a regular style pro punt. So uh, a lot of it's based off you know what the, what the block team is trying to do to you. So you know, coach does a great job with our special teams and I thought our special teams were really pretty yeah. good except for the short punt and you know the the fumble on the on the, uh, on the kickoff return but that was still a great return you know by Tillis as well but I thought our special teams all in all did a great job of trying to set our offense up and our defense yeah that was a key play because after even the short kick the return out into their territory fumbled it away set up the touchdown before halftime and you kind of alluded to it the opening kickoff uh was really good minus the penalty which pinned you back at the 14 yard line you were out you know, close to the 40. Um, again, even though it was a loss, there was a lot of a lot of encouraging things. If you can just clean up a few things, Steve may not be that far off. No, we're not far at all. Just, you know, got to clean up the penalties, um, clean up, the, you know, the ball security and make sure that we hold on to the ball and, you know, defensively just not giving up some big plays. You know, we eliminate a couple of those big plays. You know, they might not get points on the board as well. And, uh, you know, the big one that steps in mind is the quarterback draw for, mm-hmm. you know, 60, 70 yards. That's, that's a huge play that we can't allow to happen. But, you know, all in all, I mean, we just need to be cons- more consistent in practice probably and more consistent in the game and keeping our, you know, our energy up, our excitement up, our, uh, and play a little bit more physical. I still th- I thought we played more physical than we had in the past. 
but still not where I quite won us yet. Yeah, I was just going to ask about that because I know that was a big theme in the in in really spring ball and then into the preseason camp, um, kind of getting back to that physical way. And and you kind of touched on it. it. It felt like it was closer, maybe not what you've seen. I guess a good first step, but a lot more work still to do. There is, you know. I feel like you know we have an all line. That's that's a big group, and they just need to mow people down and and get after them. I feel like our D line's a little bit younger, but I think they're pretty talented and, and can make some plays. But they're just you know, pursuit to the ball could probably be a little bit better on defense and guys just really, you know, bringing the hammer when they get there and then, you know, breaking some tackles and things like that as well as part of being physical, you know, in, in the run game and, and even after the catch is being physical through the tackle and, and getting extra yards. So, you know, not quite close to where I want to be because, you know, I just I don't, I don't want the most <laughs> I don't know if it'll ever be field. what you no, want it to be. it probably won't be, but, you know, I just, it's kind of the way I played and, and the way Coach Burrell's taught me growing up was, you know, or even in high school with Cornell, it's just is a very physical game, and I feel like we can still take a step further. Jaquan Tillis, unfortunately, probably going to be remembered for the two fumbles, uh, the one on the uh, the kick return, and then he had the one after a little swing pass on that opening possession. Um, but I know he's a guy that uh, you feel can be really good in that in that backfield, and it's kind of hard to measure the running game because you, you got put in that hole and you were forced to kind of probably abandon your game plan uh, and throw a lot more to try to get back in and after they went up by three touchdowns. But uh, you still feel confident in that, in that run game that it can be where, where you – want it to be but where it probably needs to be for this team to be successful yeah and Jaquan's he's a great player I mean you, you could see it you know on, on Thursday when we were playing Northwest I mean he's got some really so he's got some talent and, and he's strong and he's got good speed as well just you know first game in the MIAA and it's totally different than a junior college and it's just kind of the way things work but you know he's worked on that all week and made himself better and he takes ownership of it as well, and he's not real happy with himself. But, you know, he's got to keep his head up because he's going to make a lot more plays than, than those, those stink yeah. fumbles than he's going to, than here in the future. But I'm proud of him. He's going to keep working, and he's a grinder in practice too. He's going to get after it. But we need to get our run game going. That's just all there is to it because that's going to open up so many different you know, opportunities for us in our pass game. Um, what do you do when you have you know something like that? How, how do you work on ball security? What's the, How do you go about it in practice? Just in practice, you know, stressing it, you know, keeping the ball high and tight. And, you know, you're getting into traffic putting two hands on the ball just little things like that little drills where they're going through bags and you're hitting them with little with bags and stuff just to kind of keep it in there and keep it tight and, and then you do see it kind of out loose you just you just get on to them and in a nice way and let them know that you know you tuck that thing in a little bit tighter and keep it keep it right but you know our, our guys I mean he, he's a good football player and I just hope he doesn't let that you know define who he is because I know this kid can make a lot of plays for us Adrian Soto didn't run for a lot nobody ran for a lot in the in the ball game but uh did a good job of, of catching the ball out of the backfield. Uh, and we talked a little bit about it last week, what a what a dual-threat running back. We always hear about a dual-threat quarterback, but a dual-threat running back because he is almost like an extra wide receiver when he's out there but also has the ability to carry the ball well. Yeah, he is. And, he's you know, we just need a little bit more out of him as well. I mean, I think Tillis is that same type of kid, too. He can catch the ball very well. You got to see some catches he makes in practice. It's just phenomenal how he's able to adjust his body and make those catches. But, you know, those two together could be really, really good for us. And, uh, you know, we just need to make sure we're able to block for him and, and give him opportunities to go make plays. Guy who kind of uh, stood out a little bit, Colin Kreitzer had been out of the game for a while. He was on the pro- with the program a few years ago and then uh, has come back, and he made some some big catches. No, he had a big third-down conversion catch in that first half, but uh, he was, a, I'd say, a pleasant surprise because we've seen he has some ability, but he really stepped up in a in a bigger stage and in more uh, minutes than he's probably been used to. Yeah, he did. You know, he was gone for a little bit, and we got it back, and, uh, you know, he started out on the third team, and he worked himself up to be the starter 
you know, for our team as well. And that's just the kid. You know, he's got drive. He's he cares. Um, he works hard every single day, and you know, he makes the plays that he needs to make. And uh, it was really good to see him get out there and have some success. And uh, you know, I think he's going to continue to have success as the year goes on. Another guy, Manny Ramsey. Uh, we talked last week. Uh, played hurt a lot of last season, but you could tell he was healthy out there, flying around, made some catches. And he's not afraid to go over the middle when he knows he's going to take a hit. And he took a few of them on Thursday night, but held on to the football. And it's called a true wide receiver, <laughs> right? If, you, if you're a wide receiver, you got to be able to understand you got to go. You're going to go across the middle, and you're going to get hit. And uh, you know that's him. He's a competitor. He works hard. He's got great hands. Um, runs really, really good routes. And uh, and when the ball's in the air, you know he's going to go get it, try to get it at least. And uh, you know, I'm proud of him the way he's worked himself to where he is right now, and he's only going to get better as the year goes on. And uh, I'm excited to see what else he does the rest of the year. You talked about the offensive line. One, the ability to, to run the ball, and, and, and it's again, maybe you get a better sense this week after a Thursday's game just because of the situation falling behind like that. Um, Chance was sacked five times. It's also maybe hard to judge because – you were pretty much in pass mode that entire second half after they scored. Um, were you happy how the offensive line grain out? Were you happy with how they performed in that game, or what areas do they need to get better on by, by Thursday night? I think they just need the, the communication and, and seeing twists and things like that. You know, I think it's a big part of it. But, you know, we, we do have a young kid playing at the left guard, and he's still trying to learn as well. But for the most part, I thought they did pretty well. We just got to keep pressure off the quarterback and communicate a little bit better and, you know, and just, and just – protect our guy you know and that's something that we really got to do this week to, to, to give us an opportunity to win this ball game and then uh, we'll flip it to the defensive line a lot of youth there a lot of new faces uh, added for the first time miles benjus uh, moving from linebacker to a uh, defensive end how, how those how did you feel it after you watched the film how did you uh, they grade out how did you you're just i guess your thoughts and evaluation of their play on thursday you know i thought at times they did really really well they're really explosive off the ball and they really made some plays um just a few times when they got an empty set we didn't really pass rush the way we're supposed to because you can't open up lanes when you're getting your linebackers out of there because it's just a big scene for the quarterback to run through but overall just you know some of those guys, all those guys their first game with those positions did a really good job and I think they're going to continue to get better as the year goes on and understand the situations and that's probably something with our whole team right now is just under understand the situation in the game is it first down second down third down you know things we stress and practice and we work all the time but knowing what's happening and, and just knowing the game of football but defensive line I thought they did well and I think they're going to get better I mean they kind of got pushed every once in a while but you know that comes with time and learning and you know that comes with being a freshman going against you know juniors and seniors and that just kind of happens sometimes. Well, they're going to have a big challenge uh, Thursday we'll talk more about that a little bit later on the show when we preview uh, Missouri Western who comes to town uh, for this contest. Hear a lot of saying most improvement from week one to week two. You buy into that as a coach? Just get better every single week, you know, and that's what we tell our kids. I mean, I wanted to improve every single week, not just from week one to week two, but week two to three, three to four, five to six. You know, you got to get better and, and make your game better, and that's just by working on the little things, the techniques and fundamentals, and really focusing on those things that are going to make you a great football player. And, uh, you know, it's caring and then and, and working hard every single day. And if we get kids that do that, you know, we'll win a lot of ball games. I thought Chance also had an interesting comment saying, Thursday night's loss is not going to define our season. It was one game, didn't go the way we wanted, didn't play the way we wanted, but there's a lot of football left. And I guess it's true, but probably need that sense of urgency. But there is still a lot of football left, but it really starts with this this next one, and, and you're almost through your whole week of preparation with the Thursday game. But but a, a lot of truth to that. Uh, hopefully one game doesn't define the whole year. And it shouldn't. You know, I, you know just watching that game and, and re-watching that game and, and watching it again, you know, <laughs> as coaches do, 
I mean, there were some really, really good things that happened on that field, but then also there were some really things, bad things that, that we need to start eliminating. And if we eliminate those bad things, we're going to be a really good football team. And uh, I think our kids know that and they see that. It's just them, you know, staying locked in and focused and, and not worried about that game now. Maybe under, remember the mistakes, mm-hmm. but also remember the good things that you did too and, and make your mistakes the, the things you work on and get better at. I always tell our kids, you're, make your weaknesses your strength. And if you do that, you'll be a really good football player because everybody likes to do the things they're really good at. Yeah, but you got to work on those things that you're not very good at that's going to help this team out and help yourself out. And, you know, our, our, I'm proud of our kids. They did fight. They did battle. But, you know, hopefully we've improved this week in practice, and we show that on Thursday. you still got time to chime in with a question. Go to FHSUathletics.com. Under fans, the drop-down, you'll see uh, Ask the Coach, and we'll, you submit it. If we uh, use it, you'll be in the running for a gift certificate uh, for $25 here at Big Smoke Barbecue. We're going to take a break. We're going to shift gears a little bit. New feature for the program this year. We're going to bring in one of the four-day state football players, and we're going to be joined here in just a moment by uh, senior tight end Hunter Budkey. We'll, we'll chat with Hunter, get his thoughts on Thursday, preview North uh, Missouri Western. We'll also have Coach back a little bit later on, get his thoughts as we break down the Griffins will be in town on on a Thursday night, two nights away from uh, the uh, first home game of the year. Tiger Talk is presented by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. We'll take a break. Hunter Budkey up next as Tiger Talk continues from Big Smoke Barbecue on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs, it's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. Big Smoke Barbecue in the old soda shop building at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Brungard Hauer CPAs in Hazen Garden City has developed a deep trust with our clients over the years, and we are very appreciative of their continued patronage. Sometimes clients just need someone they can trust, someone they are always comfortable contacting for good advice on tax, accounting, and business issues. If you haven't found your trusted advisor yet, it's time to meet Brungard Hauer. Brungard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. If high energy bills are a concern, Midwest Energy's HouseSmart program is a proven way to save money. With HouseSmart, your home or business gets a top-down energy audit from a certified auditor along with suggested improvements. Select an approved contractor to make upgrades, and we pay up to 100% of the costs. Payback is made through savings on your bill. Learn more at MWEnergy.com. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. The Hohen back at his 16-yard line to punt for the second time today. This is a wobbly kick, and Schramer has it to the 35, to the 40, near sideline 50, 45-40, cuts into the 30. He's at the 25-20, to the 15, spun around, and taken down. 
the 11-yard line. Yeah, good kick ret- or punt return there by Alex Schramer, setting up Forte State's first touchdown. They officially ruled that a 55-yard punt return by Alex. So uh, some of the good special teams play from the, the Tigers' loss at Northwest Missouri State last Thursday. Tiger Talk is presented in part by the Taco Shop. You can order by phone, on the app, pick up delivery, uh, or dine in, 722 East 8th. Uh, and, of course, the Taco Shop, a Hayes tradition since 1970. You've never had it so good. And a reminder, you can sync up our radio broadcast with the MIAA Network TV feed. You can listen to us on the TuneIn app. Uh, look for Mix 103, then pause either your DVR, which you're watching through the MIAA Network, or the app, depending on which is ahead. You'll sync it up on a big play or the opening kickoff, and you can listen to our radio broadcast while watching the uh, video feed from the MIAA Network. And, again, we're live at Big Smoke Barbecue, 8th and Main and Hayes. You can get your orders to go, bigsmokehaze.com. Great dry rub, your choice of sauces, open 11 to 8, Monday through Saturday in the old soda shop location, and they still have all of those great soda fountain drinks. You can get those as well here at Big Smoke Barbecue. We bring Win now to the program, Fort A. State senior tight end, sixth-year senior tight end, Hunter Budkey. And uh, good to have Hunter with us. Appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your, your Tuesday. And as you guys came in before the program, we are talking about uh, just two days away and you're back on the field, a, a Thursday game for the home opener. And uh, we'll start there. It kind of throws the whole schedule off. Uh, it's a Tuesday, but yet it kind of feels like it would be a Thursday in a normal game week scenario. Yeah, it does. It's a little bit different. Um, you know, we have practice on the weekend throughout these Thursday games, so it throws things off a little bit. But um, at the end of the day, it's still um, the same routine, and we take the same steps to prepare for this game. You had a couple of touchdown catches, uh, the only two touchdowns scored by the Tigers on Thursday in the game in, in Maryville. Obviously, uh, it's probably that strange feeling when you, you play pretty good individually, but yet the team loses, and it's it's a team game. Uh, I just your, your thoughts overall on, on the performance by you guys and uh, your feelings after the contest to start the season. I feel like we did some some good things on offense and defense, but at the same time, I feel like as a team, we all need to play better. We all need to play harder, and we need to eliminate the mistakes. Yeah, and I mean, you look at. There's there's not a lot of teams that overcome an, uh, you know, uh, the number of mistakes and, and the penalties and win, um, and, but I guess in the same sense you got to feel if you can't eliminate those and just you know you're going to always have mistakes, but a few less penalties in key situations and, and you know the turnovers and all that, this team's got a chance to do some pretty good things. Yeah, absolutely. We know that we're a really good football team, and we're excited to get back out on the field on Thursday here at home at Lewis Field, and um, give the fans something uh, something to watch. As we mentioned, uh, there's a handful of you because of COVID and redshirt years and everything, but sixth-year senior on the program, and we'll start there. You, you had a phenomenal season a year ago. You got about every All-American, first-team All-America honor by every publication that, that hands it out. Um, even though the, the team only won five games and it was a disappointment in that regard, did, did you take some time to reflect on your play and, uh, and realize what you have done? And, and just with all the accolades that came your way, uh, um, that meant a lot in four-day state history who've had all of that. Yeah, I took a little time to reflect. Um, at the end of the day, though, I feel like there were still some games that I could have played better in. Um, there were still some plays that I should have made. So I try not to reflect too much on what has happened. You know, going into this year, I pretty much wiped the slate clean. And um, now it just matters what I do week in and week out. Nothing that I did last year matters to me. 
and I'm sure you, I don't know if you saw that in a Northwest game, you're probably a target now. You may get a little bit more coverage than you might have last season because of everything that you've done in your career. Yeah, absolutely. Um, teams might adjust their defense to uh, do different things with me, but at the end of the day, um, if they do that, someone else on the offense is going to be open, so I'm okay with that. We're visiting with senior tight end Hunter Butke. We'll get more to our conversation, but we're at the bottom of the hour, so we need to pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Tiger Talk along the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Back on Tiger Talk, we're at Big Smoke Barbecue on 8th and Main in Hayes. We're here till 1 o'clock talking Fort Hayes State football, and we're joined by senior tight end Hunter Budke. Uh, talk about the decision. We mentioned you're a six-year guy. I know you graduated in the in the spring and have your degree. Um, what was the process like in, in, in trying to evaluate whether or not you should uh, return? What did you make up that decision? And uh, what all went into to opting to, to come back and play one more year in the black and gold? Yeah, ultimately I, I decided that I wanted to come back over Christmas break. Um, I took a little time to reflect, to, you know, let the emotions settle from all the accolades and stuff that I received. And I wanted to make sure that this is something that I truly wanted to do. You know, I wanted to be all in on this decision. And ultimately, I, I decided that I still had some unfinished business left here um, personally and as a team. I still think that we have more to accomplish. So I made that decision to come back. Was it a, a difficult decision uh, to, to, to do that? I mean, because obviously, as you said, being all in, and it's a commitment. I mean, I, folks, I think a lot of them realize, but maybe a lot of our listeners don't realize what goes into uh, a, a collegiate football season. It starts in the spring, it carries over all through the summer, and then uh, sometimes the season might be the easy part with all the off-season training. But uh, was it a difficult decision with all of that? Yeah, it was somewhat of a difficult decision, I would say. Um, you know, I'm getting older, and, you know, <laughs> I have to start thinking about my future and all of that stuff. But ultimately, at the end of the day, um, this was something that I wanted to do. But you're not as old as Pat Kelly. Yeah, I'm not. Not quite. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure the entire team likes to give him a hard time about that. We'll try to get him on the program here one of these days. Um, graduated in the spring. What was your major? Uh, what did you graduate in? And, and what are you doing here? With, obviously, you're in, in grad school now as you continue your, your education. Um, I graduated in business management last spring. And actually, in this semester, I'm just taking a few classes to uh, get a few minors in uh, marketing and my entrepreneurship. So. Very good. What do you hope to do, I guess, life after football for Hunter Butke? Um, I'm still unsure of um, the future right now. Um, if an opportunity presents itself to play somewhere after, um, then I would absolutely take that. But right now I'm just focusing on the season and taking it week by week. Obviously playing at the next level, next level wherever that may be, whether it's the NFL, where it's Canada, there's a lot, lot more options now. Uh, is that something you think about or you just kind of leave that back there and, and you know, It'll handle itself when, when the time comes? Absolutely. I think that it'll just handle itself. I just try to focus on doing things correctly throughout the week, you know, taking care of my body, um, taking care of, you know, practice and working hard, studying the plays, all of that stuff. 
Um, I don't stress about that stuff. I know that if it's meant to be, it'll happen. You mentioned taking care of your body and getting older. I imagine does that become more challenging, a little bit more difficult? Or have you noticed the recovery process maybe taking a little bit longer as you get a little bit older? Yeah, it somewhat does. But I also think as you get older, you start to get in some sort of routine mm-hmm. to where you start to learn how your body um, reacts to different things. So you kind of get a better idea of what you need to do throughout the week to prepare yourself. A lot went going into the season, talked about one last year, but uh, – Correcting some of the problems, whether it be chemistry, whether it be leadership, all of those things. Could you sense a change from from last season to where you guys are now in all those areas? At least to me, it feels like it's a whole different vibe and feel. Do you notice that as well? Absolutely. I would agree with that. Um, I think we're closer as a team than we ever have been. I think we have um, a lot of guys who have stepped up and have been leaders of their position groups and leaders on either offense or defense, and um, it's been great to see. Let's talk a little bit about Thursday night. Uh, Missouri Western comes to town. and But if there's been a team that has been a pain in the backside of Fort A. State, it's Missouri Western. Crazy game last year that had more turns and ebbs and flows than any game I can remember. Uh, but they've seen to have your number. There's Tigers won a couple in a row, but by and large, and it's gone on for over a decade, uh, Missouri Western has been a big, big problem for Fort Hayes State. Uh, any reason why you're able to put a finger on it and what's it going to take to get over the hump and beat these guys on Thursday? Um, I think it just comes down to um, making some mistakes that we need to correct. Um, they're a good football team. They're a physical football team. They have good good athletes. So we need to play well, and um, we need to eliminate the mistakes, you know, and just do everything we can um, to win the game. You've been a part of this program for a while, Saturdays and Saturday nights, and, and in this situation, Thursday nights. There's something about a night game at Lewis Field. Uh, it's going to be a big crowd. Uh, the tailgating will get started mid-afternoon. Uh, just just share what that's like to be a part of that atmosphere, uh, a night game at Lewis Field, because they're special. Yeah, absolutely. They're extremely special. There's really nothing like it. I still get butterflies every time I run onto the field. <laughs> I mean, we have some great fans. We have a great community that comes out and supports us, that cares about our program. And, um, yeah, it's just extremely special. Well, we appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your Tuesday to join us, get to know you a little bit better, and talk about the season. Um, uh, a, a good start personally for you at the two touchdowns, but I know uh, you're looking for more both individually and as a team, and uh, we know it's going to get there. But we really appreciate you taking some time to, to chat with us and all the great Tiger fans out there. Yes, sir. Thank you for having there me. There you go. That's Beloit, sixth-year senior, a lot of them on the team this year, Hunter Butkey, our guest here on Tiger Talk. We'll take a break. We're going to get to those questions that you emailed to us this week you still have time during the break to send it go to fhsuathletics.com click on fans you'll see the drop down there in the very bottom ask the coach and if we get your question we'll and use it you'll be in the running for that 25 dollars gift certificate for food here at big smoke barbecue we'll take another break coach brown joins us after we return we're live at big smoke barbecue it's tiger talk on the tiger sports network built by pwc People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs, it's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. Big Smoke Barbecue in the old soda shop building at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. 
At BTI, we pride ourselves on providing quality John Deere equipment and customer support. Since 1944, BTI has been serving farmers and commercial operators with mowers, tractors, and compact construction equipment at an affordable price. As a leader in the ag industry, BTI offers complete technology solutions so our farmers can help keep America running. Experience the BTI difference for yourself. Call on BTI. Our family in partnership with your family. Picking out something to eat for supper does not need to be a family argument. I know, it's breaking news. When you pick the taco shop, everybody gets something they like. Like the specials, the soft taco, $1.69, pork burrito, $3.99, and the cheese quesadilla, $3.49. The taco shop, you don't even have to load everybody up to go eat. Just order on the app. Come on down to the taco shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. The taco shop. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. Fuller back to pass, has time, he lobs it up to the end zone, it is going to be caught! It is a touchdown! Ford Hayes State, the All-American tight end, Hunter Butkey in the back right corner of the end zone, and Ford Hayes State has their first lead with 8.01 to go in the second quarter at 12-7. Now first of two touchdown catches by Hunter on Thursday night as the Tigers come up short against Northwest Missouri State. Hey, Adams Brown, they do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. We are at the Big Smoke Barbecue, 8th and Main in Hayes. We're here until 1 o'clock talking four-day state football. It's another Tiger Talk, our final Tuesday program for the football season. I think we may have one built in there in basketball because of a Monday game, but uh, by and large, back to our Monday schedule, including this upcoming Monday and uh, four-day stay with a Thursday game taking on the Missouri Western State Griffins. We'll talk more about the matchup in a little bit, but right now I wanted to get to your questions, and again, all you got to do is go to fhsuathletics.com. Uh, under fans, the drop down there at the bottom, ask the coach. And if we use your question, you'll be in the running for that gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue. couple of them have come in this week. One of them, um, kind of a preview to Missouri Western, asking, um, and we kind of touched on it with Hunter Budke, why the Missouri Western Griffins have been such a tough opponent and, and, the, and the, the, the listener said in the last few years, it's really been decades. I think they've won 14 of the last 16 meetings against Fort Hayes State. Hard to figure out why, but for whatever reason, they've been as challenging as opponent as anybody in the MIAA. Yeah, they really have. And, uh, you know, we got to find a way to change that, you know, hopefully this week. And, uh, you know, they are a good football team. You know, they play a lot of man on defense. And, uh, you know, you got to win those matchups, you know, those one-on-one matchups. And, uh you know, our receivers and our running backs and tight ends got to beat those guys. And, uh, you know, we got to give our quarterback time to find the open man as well. So, and there's, you know, things, you you know, I've watched, I was watching last year's game just the other day. And, you know, we 
remove the ball at will. We know anytime we wanted to, not that we're stopping them well on defense, and all of a sudden, you know, we had a couple of turnovers, and they had a pick six, and they had a, a fumble recovery <laughs> for a touchdown, and you know, they would give up a big play on defense for a touchdown, and there's 21 points right there, and uh, you know, those are the things that we got to eliminate. And looking back the last three years, it's been the same way. I mean, even when Jacob Mazzara was here, we had the ball inside the 20, you know, four or five times, and we turned the ball over and like uh, what three picks at the goal yeah, line or in the end yeah, zone something like that and you know that's just been the thorn on our side is the, is the turnovers and giving up the big play against it so that's something that we really got to hone in this week and, and focus on is not turning the ball over and not giving up the big play if we do that we should be okay hopefully that answers the question a, a little bit uh, another question is interesting about recruiting um the role that academics leadership on campus uh, and all of that play in, in the recruiting of a of a student athlete uh, all, all those other factors i think a lot of people when they think of recruiting it's just you know is it a good fit do they want to play for your program and all those things but probably a lot more go into it. what do those other outside things uh, add to to the recruiting process you know when we first look at a kid and another thing is you know we talked to the coaches and you know a lot of people about it, who are we getting you know it's the character of the kid that we first look at i mean i want a good character kid that's not going to embarrass our program or do something to harm our program as well and then you know academically is this kid going to make it through college i mean does he really care about you know getting his degree and and you know bettering his life you know after 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 school and then uh, then then can they play football Oh, probably before that is do they really love the game of football? That's a good point. You know, and if they don't love it, and this is just something they're just trying to fill out, you know, I don't want them to play for us. And then, and then, you know, can they help us win a conference championship, national championship? And I think our coaches do a really good job of, of signing kids. And now when they get here is is the character the, the thing that we thought it was or was it not? You know, because sometimes they can trick you. You know, once they get here, and everybody's going to say good things about young men when you're recruiting them as well because they want to get them to a school as well. So, you know, and sometimes it just doesn't work out. You know, the personalities don't match up. But, you know, academically, that's kind of on them. We'll do grade checks and we'll do tutoring and we'll have study halls. But a lot of it goes on them. Now they don't, don't have their parents there or the coaches just right on them all the time trying to make sure they get their, their, their grades. But, you know, we try to do as much as we possibly can. And, you know, were they leaders in school as well? You know, those type of things. But it, it's hard. And, and weekend or year in and year out, you're trying to find these kids that are going to help your program. And, and do they fit, you know, here in, in Hayes, Kansas? You know, we're kind of out in the middle of – you know, nowhere really, and but we're getting kids from Oklahoma, Colorado, Utah, I mean, Florida, Texas, I mean, all over the country, and do they truly fit here in Hayes? And um, I'm sure you've lost some because of, you know, maybe majors, but how much does uh, what they want to study and, and their major, how much does that figure into the picture when you're recruiting a kid? I mean, there's some that have those, those special majors like engineering or, you know, they want to be a doctor or things like that, but they can before they have to do any of that stuff, they still have to get a – you know, a lesser major to, to go, that goes in. I know there's biology for, you know, for a, for a medical field or some physics for, you know, engineering or something like that. But, you know, some of it, it does play into that. But a lot of now it's, you know, facilities and, you know, location and, and all those things. Where, like, if we're a D1, I mean, a kid will go anywhere to go to a D1 school. But when it comes to Division two, it seems like they like to stay a little bit closer to home sometimes. But it also comes down to your facilities and, you know, what you're able to provide that kid, you know, with when he gets here. I know um, – uh, it's been unveiled to uh, work on a new locker room facility and, and sports medicine, which will have a, a big component in the in the new end zone facility and, and uh, not quite there yet, but uh, I'd imagine that will be a, a showcase item to help recruit student-athletes too because I, I think folks sometimes forget how, one, you, I mean, your roster's bigger and you're splitting things up right now, but 
players spent a lot of time in the locker room and in the training facility. I mean, those are almost like second homes to them. They spent as much time there as on the field in some cases. And uh, once that's done, I, I don't think there'll be many people around who can say they've got anything much better. No, they don't. You know, it's it's and that's something that we truly need. And, you know, as coaches, we always want things right now. You know, we want, 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 and that's, you know, but this is a true need for us. You know, we have 92 lockers in our locker room right now, and we have 145 kids. And uh, so we take all the freshmen and put them over the visitor locker room, you know, during during the week. And then every Friday, or now it's Wednesday, you know, they have to pack up all their stuff, take it over to the equipment room and, and, and store it. And then they come back on Monday and pick it up and take it back over. And, and even with the high school games, you know, we got to clear out our lockers too just to make sure that, you know, they have a place to – so those, the visiting team has a place to go to. So uh, it's just, and then our meeting space, you know, we're just, we're jammed tight when you got that many kids trying to meet. It, it, it's hard. I mean, the new, you know, the meeting room in the indoor right now, it's, it's big enough that you can just see us when we're all in there. It, it's cramped packed. There's still kids standing around and, you know, trying to see what I'm saying and they really can't see because they're so far back. But it will get better. This facility will tremendously help us, you know, in the recruiting, but also help, you know, the logistics of every, every day just trying to get things done, whether it's meetings or, or lifting or, even the treatment that they need, you know, with Nate Hefner, our head trainer, who does an excellent job with our guys, but just having the facilities that they need to get better. Obviously, you're trying to sell that point, and, and you look around the MIAA, and we talk about it every year. It, it's become an arms race, and, uh, um, I mean, there's not many bad facilities. There's a few, but not many bad, and uh, it's it, it's a challenge. It's why it's such a competitive conference to try to, to keep up and, and keep that upper hand and at least have a chance to be in the recruiting process with a lot of these kids. Yeah, it is. You know, we look at certain facilities like, you know, Pitt State's got the 100-yard indoor, and, you know, they have that brand-new locker room and all those things going on and a tremendous facility, you know, football facility. Um, Northwest has all those things as well, and Washburn just got the $21 million one a couple of years ago, and UCO just got a big donor to, to upgrade their, their facility as well, and then Mo West, you know, has that big indoor that, 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 you know, because of the Chiefs and things like that, but, you know, it is an arms race, and that's what those kids are looking at, like, what's going to best fit me and who has the best facilities that, that, that can benefit me and make me my best, so uh, I love ours, I mean, I think we really got some good ones, but this locker room and this training room with new meeting spaces is going to be tremendous for us and really help us, you know, in the recruiting process, but just help us get better as, as a team. We'll talk more about the game. I kind of mentioned with Hunter, a Thursday night game this week, uh, and, and four-day state plays uh, their fair share of night games. Something special about a night game at Lewis Field. I mean, the tailgate atmosphere has been phenomenal, and a lot of it has to do with the success here in the last, you know, 10 years of, of the Tiger program. But there is something special about a night game at Lewis Field, and we'll get experience that here in a few more nights. No, it is. It, it's just, it is something special, just the light itself and just kind of the, just the atmosphere, you know, with with the students and our, and our fans and in our community, you know, really the support that they give us, you know, week in and week out, but just – the energy when you f- truly do feel it when you walk onto the field and you hear them screaming and, and, and cheering us on and you can feel that it's just like Bucky was saying it gives you some butterflies and it kind of gives you little goosebumps and, and just the excitement of, of them you know gives us excitement as well and just their support you know helps us you know continue to play hard for them and we talked about some of the newcomers and, and even some of the veterans uh, playing at Northwest and how challenging that can be and just all that goes into it. Do you worry about your guys getting too amped up now you play back at home and maybe on the other end of the spectrum? I hope we play amped up. You know, I want to see them <laughs> truly go off and, and play their best game and, and play with a lot of energy and a lot of excitement and play very physical. You know, I really truly want to be just controlled it, just controlled it a little bit so you don't lose your minds and make the plays that you're supposed to make because sometimes it can go the other way on you. But I want the energy. I want the excitement. Um, I want to play, see us play with some grit and, and some intensity and, and, and win this ball game. 
We're live at uh, Big Smoke Barbecue. It's Tiger Talk on this Tuesday, and we'll preview the Missouri Western State Griffins when we come back. Tiger Talk presented by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. The Hayes Orthopedic Institute, they're the official team physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics. We will take our final break. We'll come back and preview the matchup this Thursday night. Fort Hayes State and the Griffins of Missouri Western. We'll do that after this timeout. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs, it's Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. Big Smoke Barbecue in the old soda shop building at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. You love living and working in western Kansas, and so does the ever-growing team of specialists at Hayes Med. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. HazeMed is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award-winning care, HazeMed is your destination for rural health because here we specialize in you. Learn more at HazeMed.com. Vision. Value. Integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders, vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. First and goal, Tigers inside the farm, up a minute supply, red zone, four to the end zone, caught, touchdown! Fort Hayes State, Hunter Butke with his second touchdown catch of the night. A 10-yard strike, and Fort Hayes State still showing signs of life. After converting on fourth down, a 10-yard touchdown pass to Hunter Butke, and Fort Hayes State trails 33-18. And some more of the action. Hunter's second TD catch on Thursday night. We're at Big Smoke Barbecue, corner of 8th and Main in the old soda shop location, BigSmokeHaze.com. You can get your barbecue to go, a great dry rub. Choose from their your own sauce. And boy, they've got a lot of great sauces to uh, to choose from for lunch or dinner. Uh, open 11-8, Monday through Saturday. It's Big Smoke Barbecue, 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. Tigers home opener this Thursday, a couple of nights away. Hard to believe um, that it's uh, already here. And uh, we'll start with the Thursday game, and we talked with Hunter a little bit about it. Um, the challenges in preparing, it just I guess you still get the full week, but it's just it feels weird. You deal with a holiday, no classes yesterday. Uh, you practice more over the weekend. Just a, It's a, a little bit different feel when you play on Thursday night. 
Yeah, and everything seems to go faster. I don't know why that <laughs> I would is, agree. But it seems like it's just everything is sped up just a little bit more. But, you know, it is with the holiday and all those things and kids not having classes. You know, it gives you more time to, to kind of spend with your kids. and gives them a little bit more rest, too, so they don't have to worry just about classes and those things and just worry about the game. Um, but it is different. And, uh, you know, next week we'll be playing on Saturday, which gives us a few extra days to prepare for Lincoln. But, you know, we got to worry about this Mo West game right now. But our kids are prepared. They've done a good job. Um they had one night practice just to kind of get used to the lights, and we went back to the afternoon yesterday, which it was pretty warm yesterday. Yeah, and will be today. Today will be another warm one, so uh, we'll, we'll see what our guys got and hopefully we perform well in practice today. Well, I was going to ask you, how, how did the team respond? I know you had a lot of meetings. You went through the game film and, and uh, broke all of that down, and, and obviously in your preparation and, and game planning for Missouri Western. But how did the team respond after the loss on Thursday and their practice so far this week? You know, you can tell they're, they're not satisfied. They're, they're upset about the loss, and, you know, they don't want that thing. They don't want that to happen again. So it's it's been good. You know, they've been doing well in the weight room, and, you know, getting the treatments that they need to get to make sure that they are healthy. And, you know, they practice pretty well, too. And, you know, we've conditioned. And there really hasn't been any complaining or moaning. They just come out and go to work every day, which is, you know, says something about our kids. All right, Missouri Western, I mean, w- when you look around the conference, uh, they were about as impressive as anybody uh, kind of uh, ruined, not kind of, they did ruin um, Alan Doral's return to the MIAA, the former Northwest coach who went down to Abilene Christian and now the head coach at Central Oklahoma. 35 to nothing was that final, and it could have been even even worse, I guess, your first impressions on the Griffins. Yeah, they're a good football team. I mean, they, they are, you know, offensively, they, you know, quarterback Reagan Jones is – He's the real deal, you know. He he can run, he can throw, um, he buys his you know buys time, and uh, we got to find a way to keep him in the pocket and 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 not let him run around and be comfortable, you know. And that's that's what he he's at his best when he's out running around. Um, good running backs, row line's really good as well, and they got some great wide receivers too. So, uh, you know, they're going to be a handful offensively. We just got to make sure that we do our job and be assignment sound and and tackle well and. Uh, hopefully get a few turnovers defensively and then their defense i mean against uco they manned up the entire game and uh there was no zone coverage and so they must be very confident in, the, in their cover guys and uh hopefully we can get them out of that a little bit with with, with the guys that we have and uh you know our receivers got to learn how to you know win the one-on-one matchups and uh our line's got to protect for a quarterback and give him time to find that one-on-one matchup that gets beat and uh you know it's going to be interesting you know we haven't seen a lot of just teams just strictly man us up but i think this week we're going to have that going to ask you about reagan jones you kind of touched on he completed 74 percent of his passes that was top 10 of any quarterback in the country in division two but he's such a good runner as well i mean he he is a legitimate and a true dual threat quarterback he's out of wichita northwest high school what's the challenge i mean obviously discipline and and assignment football uh, is key but how, how do you go about doing that because it's so hard to judge, run, pass, what he's going to do, which one, and is so good at both of them. It's just being patient on defense and, and getting your reads and, and seeing your keys. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to play both of them, you know, because they do have some RPO stuff that, that kind of gives you trouble as well, and their play action is really good too. So it's just, you know, staying in a good position and not getting yourself out of position. And, you know, there was a rule on defense is don't go until you know, and uh, hopefully you know pretty quick and can go make the play. But you understand who has the tailback, who has the quarterback and all those running situations, and then, no play action. We've got to make sure that we get upfield and keep them in the pocket and not allow them to scramble. Tackling, I would think. It's big every game, but especially in this one. But so many times you see him make that first man miss, and now it's a 15-yard run or, a tw- or whatever the case may be. 
Um, if you can bring him down on first contact, you got a chance to contain him, it seems like. It is. You know, we've got to take great angles. That's the number one thing. If we have a bad angle and get him head up with us, he's going to juke us and, and, and go right by us. So we've got to make sure we just make him go one way. Then when we get to him, we're not diving at him, that we're actually running through the tackle and, and, and getting him to the ground and grabbing jerseys. So he's a good football player. And then their backs are the same way. They're mm-hmm. tough to bring down too. So uh, it's going to be a game where we really got to lock in, focus, and, and run through our tackles and not just dive tackle. And they've got a steady dose of them. I mean, they played four the other night, and all four very capable guys and have done good things throughout their career. Yes, they have, and they're, 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 they're tough kids. And, you know, they stay fresh, and that's the, that's the good thing about them. They, they, with four of them, they have four guys that can actually carry the ball and keep each other fresh, and then whoever's the best has a hot hand, they get after it. Well, it's uh, a challenge, obviously, for for the Tigers uh, coming up on in the ball game on Saturday or on Thursday night. And real, real quick before we go, I want to ask you about their, their line, their defensive line. It seems like every year they've got a handful, and they've got three of them, but for one point or another been all conference. It seems like – uh, Missouri Western's been D-line you. I mean, so they've been as good up front on the defensive side as anybody in the league. They have. You know, Northwest is usually kind of in that, in that, you know, in that realm as well. They're always pretty good too. But Mo West does a great job of, you know, getting the guys that they need to get to to make their make their defense go. And uh, you know, those guys up front are really good. They're very active and they got, you know, strong rushes and they're good with their twists and things like that. So you know, we got to do a good job with offensively and, and protect our quarterback. Well, it should be an interesting game. We kind of touched on it. It is always a special atmosphere uh, when the Tigers play Missouri or anybody, but a night game at Lewis Field, always a special atmosphere. Now, the fact it's Missouri Western, a team that's kind of been you know, the thorn of uh, the side of the Tigers, hopefully can, can break out of that uh, stretch and can uh, get things going and get the ship straight. I mean, cause you, you look, you hate to put too much on one game. But, boy, no one to start in the MIAA. It's a tough hill to climb out of. Hopefully you guys can find a way to get a win and get on the right track. I hope so. You know, our, our, our kids are, are pre-locked in this week, and, uh, you know, we need to get this W this week, and it's, cause it's very important. I mean, we started out 0-2 last year, and it was just an uphill battle the whole time. So we need to get this win this week, and, uh, you know, our kids just need to play hard and eliminate the mistakes. Turnovers, turnovers. We've got to eliminate the turnovers. And we can't give a big play on defense. All right, sounds good. As always, we appreciate it. We'll see you Thursday night. Thanks, Gerard. Head Coach Chris Brown of the Fort A. State Tag. And that's going to wrap it up. Don't forget, 7 o'clock kick. We're on the air on Tiger Radio Mix 103 with the Auto World pregame show at 6 o'clock. Tiger Talk presented by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and, of course, Big Smoke Barbecue at the corner of 8th and Main. We'll see you next Monday right here on Tiger Talk.